is the Emergency Medical Minute. All right, so if it feels to you like we're still seeing a lot of flu, we are. So if you go to the CDC website, they actually have all kinds of cool graphs and things you can play with. But we have uh, audio-visual, or maybe just visual. Uh, so the uh, this shows by state where um, influenza is affecting, whether you get no activity, sporadic, local activity, regional, widespread. You may note that the entire country is the same color, which is widespread. So the only place you can go to avoid the flu right now is apparently the District of Columbia, which is probably just a reporting issue because we all know if every other state has the flu, Washington, D.C. probably does as well, uh, Virgin Islands or Hawaii. So still considered, yeah, this is the latest CDC data and it goes through January 20th. And then if you look at rates, like you may have heard a couple of weeks ago, oh, the flu peaked and we're probably past the worst of it. This graph shows hospitalization rates per 100,000 population. So you can see, you know, the trend just keeps going up and up and that's uh, through January 20th. And then this breaks it out by age group. And the highest line there is the 65 plus age group, which is not surprising. Every age group has seen a surge in hospitalizations, but especially the 65 plus age group. So one reminder about what I think is a CDC change in recommendations for use of Tamiflu this year. I may have just not been paying attention and they changed the recommendation several years ago. But it used to be that we were generally treating hospitalized patients kind of regardless of when their flu symptoms started and then non-hospitalized patients only if we treated them within the first 48 hours. But now the recommendation says that they should receive treatment at any stage of their illness. So even if it's been three days, five days, seven days for the following groups, children younger than two years, adults 65 or older, people with COPD, cardiovascular disease, renal hepatic hematologic disease, metabolic disorders, neurologic conditions, disorders of the brain, spinal cord, et cetera. So basically any medical problem. People with immunosuppression, people who are pregnant, women aged younger than 19 years who are receiving long-term aspirin, American Indians, people with extreme obesity, residents of nursing homes, and other chronic care facilities. So basically everyone except our PAs, maybe, in this entire hospital right now, should be receiving Tamiflu. It's, it's just good to remember, again, the recommendations used to be a little more restrictive, but the CDC language now is any stage of illness for those high-risk groups. So just, you know, when we have these patients that have fever, myalgias, cough, which is most of what we're seeing right now, uh, you might prompt the doc or ask the patient if they want Tamiflu because we're being a little more liberal this year. Emergency Medical Minute is and always will be about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, Keep listening.